Welcome back. We have episode 12 of Still So Young. Make sure to like, rate, download, subscribe, do all the things, and follow Still So Young Podcast on all the social medias. Today, we have a special guest, Jordan. Hello. So excited to be here. Thank you guys for having me. And she's going to talk all things self-care and nutrition and just share share some fun stuff with us. I'm so excited to be here and definitely want to reiterate, definitely go and leave a review for them. I feel like it makes such a difference when people review podcasts and also share with their friends. So feel free to post on your stories and tag us. It really goes a long ways. I feel like social proof is like the best way to get something out there because when other people are like, I'm about it, you obviously want to check it out. So just wanted to reiterate that because I've already been listening to this podcast and you guys just do such a great job. So I am Jordan and I am a holistic health coach. I've been doing that for the past three years now, which is so crazy. I'll be going into my fourth year. Um, and outside of that, I do some social media marketing for a local health and wellness juicery that I live by. But yeah, that is kind of my day to day. Yay. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to like talk more with you about everything that you do because yeah, because you're self like your self care coach. You yeah, you work for like the juicery. You do all these fun and the things. Last time me and you talked. I was like doing um, market research, and I actually did a call with Maggie, and it was so helpful. Just asking different people that are in industries that, that I love working with, and just boss babes. Um, just asking what are the ways that I can really support people and be there for them and help them on their own self care journey. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, I just love talking to you, Jordan. I feel like you are just like, when people say that, like when you look at them, it's like looking at the sun or like, that's oh how, gosh, like, that like so it feels sweet. like you're, it feels like sunshine. Like that's how you, that's how it feels when I talk to you. You're just so, oh, it just feels like cozy, like good, Thank you. good vibes. I love it. That's definitely the energy I try to put out. So I'm happy it's being received as such. <laughs> Okay, we're going to do our What is Younger You Happy About This Week? I think I worded that wrong, but that's okay. Maggie's <laughs> going to go first because I feel like Maggie has some fun ones. Has a fun yeah. One. Um. So my younger self would be happy that I went to, or I guess I was in my one of my friends from high school's wedding this weekend she got married and yep I was a bridesmaid um it was just a really fun time hanging out with all my friends from high school and Mm. I don't know weddings are just so fun and it's just so fun when you grow up with someone and then you're still friends with them and you get to see them be happy and create like a just a happy life with someone so younger younger Maggie would be like oh that's so cutie I love that I love weddings so much that is so cute did you cry are you a crier at weddings um I had moments where I was tearing up mm-hmm. um they didn't do I feel like if they did their own vows 
I would have mm. cried, but they didn't do their own vows. So yeah, I actually officiated one of my really close friends' weddings at the beginning of September. And so I was the one speaking, but normally I cry at every single wedding. So holding it together is so hard. And especially because I'm like in the middle of my speech and then I look around and I look up and I look at the bridesmaids and they're all sobbing. And then I look at the groomsmen and they're all sobbing. And then I look at the bride and groom and they both have tears in their eyes. And I was just like, I need to hold it together. I need to hold it together. How did you? So that like, was a I... different experience. <laughs> Like, I would not have been able to hold it together. If I looked up and saw other people tearing up, like, I would have just been like, okay, game over. I'm going to go sob now for a while. Oh, yeah. No, immediately after. <laughs> just tears. I was like, as long as I can get to the reception, like, I can do this. Like, I just have to finish this. <laughs> was it? Okay. Was it fun officiating? Oh my gosh, I loved it, especially because I love Lauren and CJ. She was actually my um, old roommate when I went back to health coaching school um, mm -hmm. through the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. And so me and her just have such a special relationship from living together. And obviously I got close with her and her now husband, CJ, just from him being around all the time. So I just feel like so connected to them and then to just be there and be a part of their special day in that way. Like, core memory I will never forget that it I mean it was just the best the best time that's so sweet I want to officiate one day I feel like it'd be fun you should and especially I'm a writer so I loved like being able to write out everything that was being said and I just yeah it was such an honor I can't even believe it happened honestly it's one of those things that was an out-of-body experience oh, that's so sweet but anyways, off topic. <laughs> I go off topic so much. Um, that's my thing. That's like that's like the base of our podcast. We just go off topic all the just, time. <laughs> I came to the right place. Exactly. <laughs> what would younger Jordan be happy about this week? Mm. I love this question so much. Um, but I think what stood out to me this week in particular is I've been spending a lot of time with my granny. This is my mom's mom. And growing up, I mean, she's always been my bestie. Like, I just adore her so much. And yeah, I've just been taking her to different appointments this week because our car is in the shop. So we've just been able to spend a little bit of extra time together, getting lunch and going to dinners and stuff. So it always makes me happy when we can just hang out and talk and catch up about life. It's like younger me is could not be happier than when I'm with my granny. That's so cute. Mm -hmm. uh, that that so just warms sweet. my heart. Yeah, I mean, especially I feel like the older you get, the more you really start to appreciate time with your family and times with your loved ones and especially your grandparents because you just don't know how many years you're going to be able to have with them, which I really can't even go there because I get so emo thinking about it. Um, but that's why I just make the most of the time that I do have with her. Yeah, I feel like the older you get, the more you understand your mom and your dad. You kind of, you're just like, oh, I, I get, I get this like they're humans too yeah like <laughs> at the end of the day we're all just humans I feel like when you're young you're kind of in this you're kind of just in your own world and you're just kind of like oh like they go to work they do this like whatever and they, when you're a kid they make it look easy and then when you're actually an adult you're like 
oh shit like life yeah, is your hard perception <laughs> is so warped when you're younger it's crazy yeah yeah well, that's so sweet I love that okay Reese okay well mine's like <laughs> less sweet I feel like than your guys's but like imagine when you were little and you've seen all the like surfing like videos and always the cute like surfer boy blah 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 you know mm-hmm. well this weekend I went surfing with my friend and I was like watching him surf for a while and he like caught a wave and like whatever looked super good and then he like did the little wet hair flip and I was like oh my god I'm dating a cute surfer boy like little Reese who watched soul surfer would be like so proud that like this is where I've ended up in life so like this isn't like cute or sweet but it's like no that is so cute and sweet I love that yeah that's so cute oh my god yeah he did like the full like little hair flip in the water and I was like who are you like what are you doing but it was really that's like in the surfing in general yeah such a playful childlike energy right and then also that I can surf in Minnesota like that's just so I don't know younger Reese would not have ever imagined that okay I'm gonna read some of our viewers answers um Emma passed her licensing exam at work and is finally stress-free for the first time in months so yay Emma Antonia (laughs) Uh, saw the Eras tour movie with me and has loved Taylor Swift for so long. So thank you. I'm going on Thursday. (gasps) Are you so excited? excited. Jordan, I didn't know you were a Swifty. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Long time. I've been to two of her concerts. I'm just, she's the best. Oh, my gosh. Yay. We're not going to talk about any of our questions. We're just going to talk about Taylor Swift this episode now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, forget the rest. (laughs) Yeah, who cares? just it's Taylor Swift time um and then Radiating Soul saw a Halloween parade on Saturday so that's really cool Ooh, spooky Cute. season yeah I love it I'm so, I'm so excited for Halloween okay this is like a side tangent that was really cute that I saw and is so Pinteresty. but there's this cabin place in Minnesota that like made this like pumpkin wall so they made these like metal circle things and like set up pumpkins like five wide and then like went up forever so like you know how people have made those like flower walls they like more or less made one with pumpkins and it was my first time seeing something like that and it's so cute and I really just want to go there to like see it in person I will share a picture of this but it was I know exactly what you're talking about at junk stock which is like a I don't know like massive thrift thing they do in my hometown every I think season uh they've done something like that before and then they wrote like junk stock on the pumpkins really yeah Mm -hmm. like okay I'm showing you guys but like kind of see that one person yes yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yep that's exactly what I was envisioning I don't know where the Halloween parade brought me to that, but that was the cutest thing I've ever seen. And I want to make that somehow, some way. Pumpkins, man. Ugh, you should. That crafty spirit. Once again, childlike energy right there. <laughs> I'll make a pumpkin wall this weekend. And then I'll like, talk about that. 
<laughs> Reese writing it on her to-do list. <laughs> Make pumpkin. pumpkin. <laughs> Everything else. Step one to self-care. Pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. I like oh it. Oh my gosh. It'll be good for me. Thanks everyone for entering in your what would younger your younger self be happy about this week? Remember to send them in on our Instagram story every Monday and we'll say them on the podcast. Yay. Okay. So as we mentioned before, and Jordan kind of introduced herself then, but we have a guest on. And now it's time to ask Jordan every question we've ever had about self-care and her journey. And okay, I just want to say I listened to Jordan on a podcast a long time ago talk about the integrative health school that you went to. What was was I close yes. to the name? Uh, it's the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. Okay. And then since then, I've had so many questions. So I was like, what does that mean? Where'd you go? And I feel like another podcaster that I've listened to, Chelsea J. Curtis, also went there at some point. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like the world's like leading nutrition school. It is amazing. Can we just dive into- I think everybody should be required to go, honestly. Really? Okay, can we dive into oh, how 100%. you like yes. found your interest in nutrition yeah. and ended up there? And yeah. Just the whole journey? Um, I think for everybody, it's so different leaning into that space of health and wellness. And for me, there was a lot of different factors that came into play. Um, You know, I saw a lot of my family and friends go through illness. My mom had cancer when I was younger. Um, And, you know, just a bit, a lot of big life changes happened for me. I went through, you know, a long-term breakup and that really changed my world. I changed careers. Like, I just think uh, life kind of pushes and pulls you where you need to go and a lot of times it can be super unexpected but when I was doing cosmetology for around I think four years um, was when COVID happened shut down all of that which I know was a massive catalyst in a lot of people's lives and for me really helped me slow down and reflect on um, how I wanted my day-to-day to be and how I wanted to be taking care of myself uh, because for anybody who's been in the service industry, you know, it feels like you're always taking care of other people and not very much care of yourself. So through that process, it led me to IIN, which my aunt had actually gone through their program about 10 years ago. So she had always told me that she could see me being interested in the school. And even if it wasn't something I wanted to pursue as a career, just something that would be great for me to go and gather that knowledge and information. And so I decided to go back to school um, while I was still working full time. And that was a challenge in itself, but I learned so much and it just completely changed the way I view um, our bodies and our world and really just everything, Um, you know, integrative medicine that entire concept is really pulling together an Eastern and Western ideologies about health and wellness and just learning more about that and diving in has been so beautiful for me um, in my own life, but also just being able to share that with the people that I love and hold close to me and then seeing, you know, the way that I live my life start to impact other people um, because that energy is just so contagious when you can see and feel that somebody is truly vibrant and well. Um, it really does speak for itself. 
That's so cool. So then for it, because you mentioned then you had a roommate, did you move for the school or were you able to stay where you were and was it online? Um, it's or? all online. Yeah. Okay. So I did it all online. Um, the school is actually amazing because I want to say I got uh, 29 college credits through it, um, which is basically like, I think, what, two semesters of yeah. college? So it'd be like a year of college um, through it. Uh, so that's really great for anybody that's interested in going. Uh, they have different options too. I did the six month program, but you can also do the year long program. So it just kind of depends what your schedule looks like, what works best for you. If you are working a full-time job, I if I could go back, I would have done the year long just because six months was really, really intense. Um, yeah, it was like I was either working or doing school and that was pretty much it in that time frame so I was gonna say how did you balance doing that working full-time in school that, <laughs> there was not a lot of balance to be honest um but one thing I will say is I think we all go through those seasons and even one of my younger brothers right now he is um in the union to become an electrician and you know he's just really struggling but i think we all go through that phase of life especially you know once you graduate uh high school and you're figuring out what you want to do you're either usually working a ton of hours or going to school or doing both um and it is just part of the grind uh so I think it's okay to have different seasons of your life where you're a little bit more locked in on certain things and i'm grateful you know that that experience led me to being in a place today where I really do prioritize balancing my life as best as I can uh, now that I have that freedom and that privilege um, and that I've created my life to be able to incorporate more balance into my life. That's honestly like such a good reminder that like you can kind of take on a lot for a while and it's just like that is a part of life and sometimes that's what you need to do get to the bigger picture stage where you can be like saying no to things making more room for yourself like sometimes you have to get through that chaotic part to be able to get to that more like peaceful chill aspect yeah absolutely I always say that when you know I feel like so many people especially any more like balance is such a I don't even know like hype word if you will Mm -hmm. and I've always said you know I don't think balance is or should be the focus. I think it's, you know, more so an awareness of each area of your life and what are your priorities at this stage of your life and focusing your energy there. It's a waste of energy to think that you're going to be 100% balanced in every area at every point of your life. That's just so unrealistic. And that's such a perfectionist mindset that I think you're just going to run yourself into the wall. So like I said before, if you can just focus your energy on you know, what is really important to you in this point and time period of your life. And you're going to feel a lot better um, just in general by, you know, focusing your energy where it belongs instead of trying to get a ton of different things accomplished. Um, you know, that's a whole other thing with time management and procrastination or, you know, a lot of people will be like, oh, well, I'm just really good at multitasking. And I've heard so many people say, and especially successful people say that multitasking is a myth because it's better to just focus your energy where it belongs one thing at a time and check, you know, what you need to get done off. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love what you said about that. That's so true. I feel like personally, I'm always like 
I need to find balance. Like, how do I find balance? Because, you know, I have, I work a nine to five, but then like, you know, I do the podcast, I do other design stuff for other people. So I'm always like, sometimes I feel so stressed with everything that I'm doing. And I'm like, I need to balance this out. Like, how can I balance this out? But that's so true that you need to focus on like what your body needs and focus on that. So I do have a question about like through your knowledge of going through school uh, with like nutrition, what's, what are like your basic nutrition tips with, for people who have nine to fives or like with me and Reese, like do multiple things? Like, what would you, what are like some good tips that you would give people for that? Yeah. I mean, I'm so big with like bio-individual, meaning, you know, everybody is different and their goals are different and what they're experiencing is different. So it is hard to give, you know, broad statements, but I will do my best. Um, You know, I think really taking into account, like I said, like, what is your mission at this point in your life, you know, and if incorporating balance is something that you want, like, that's totally fine, but also understanding like your own limitations and blocks. I think the biggest things that people can do, especially with working a nine to five is focusing on eating breakfast, getting really healthy nutrition in the beginning of the day, make sure that you are eating enough protein, because that's really what's going to help give you energy that's lasting, Um, focusing on hydration and getting a good sleep routine. I know that these things are repeated to us time and time again, and they're so simple and basic, but just because they're simple and basic, it doesn't mean that they're easy or it doesn't mean that people are actually bringing them into their lives and making them a priority. Um, but those simple things are really like the backbone of health and that's where all of the research is. So I think prioritizing those things is the best thing that you can do. And then from there, like you said, listening to your body and your individual needs and going from there to figure out how you can incorporate more things into your life that are going to benefit and support you on a day day basis that is so true like when you were saying those I was like yeah I do yeah you're right I do need to I do need to eat breakfast I need to get the protein I need to drink the water and it's like yeah you'll say it and you'll be like oh I hear it all the time but I mean I'm like the worst at drinking water at work I don't know why I think it's just like getting up and getting more water is like so annoying for me But that's where creating some sort of like um, reward system is really great for anytime you want to create any sort of new habit, Um, even like as small as like drinking a water, like finding something that you can do that's like, you know, a trigger for when you need to refill the water, going and doing what you need to do, and then the reward, and that's applicable for literally anything in your life. That's just the way that our brains work best to create that habit and to solidify it over time. So just keeping that in mind and getting creative. My little water reward, because I am... Oh, yes, let's hear it. I want to drink everything but water most of the time. Like, I just want my coffee. (laughs) Um, I am that person. So I always pack myself like one fun drink and it's usually for the afternoon, but like whether it's an Olipop or like a bubble water or whatever, but I don't let myself have it until I've made it through like my 64 ounce Nalgene and like have refilled it. I don't let myself have my fun drink till I've made it through the like big amount of water for the day. Perfect example. Yeah, that was great. I hope somebody else takes that and runs with it because that is just a beautiful example. Yeah, so Maggie, I'll take it. Have your fun drink. (laughs) There you go, Maggie. (laughs) 
while we're on the topic of like fun drinks have you guys seen that tiktok of like the mocktail with uh like the tart cherry juice with yes, i've had that oh, it's so good because it has like natural magnesium which helps you sleep yeah okay so uh, tart cherry juice also helps with like athletic recovery mm-hmm. so i like to drink it like a little bit before bed not too close because i don't want to have to go to the bathroom and I'm, like, freaked out about, like, sugar on my teeth before bed. Yeah. My apologies. My dog has decided to participate now after her nap. Um, so, yeah, I went through a phase of remembering and drinking the tart cherry juice before bed. And I feel like it was helping me sleep, whether it was just I was in a more tired phase of life or not. I'm not sure, but. It helped. Yeah, and yeah. the placebo effect is real, so you just never know these days. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, honestly, if it's a placebo effect that's going to make me fall asleep, whatever, I will take it. Okay, so after you finished school, at what point did you decide, like, I want to start sharing this on social media, I want to start coaching people and helping people? When did you – decide to start going in that direction? I want to say it was like mid to end of school that I really started feeling that pull. And I was like kind of sharing throughout school um, on my social media and just telling people what I was doing. And just through that process, um, obviously people started asking questions and wanting to know more. And already through everything I learned, I knew that there was such a need for this information to get out into the world. And yeah, so for that next year, I kind of just did more like beta testing and market research and really figuring out like what I wanted my target market to be and who I felt like I could really help with the information I had learned. Um, And then from there, I started launching um, my like main course, which is my Confident Creator Mastermind. And that is um, a 90 day program. And I want to say there's like 15 videos that I have within there um, that are all educational. And so that was um, obviously a huge labor of love creating that. And then from there, I wrote an ebook and I just launched that this past spring. Um, and that's called Nourish to Flourish. And that was really exciting. So, yeah, I think once you are in touch with this information and you recognize how it's impacted your life it naturally flows out of you and that's what happened for me Um, and I really think the best way to encourage change into other people is not necessarily saying like you need to do this it's just like speaking from your own experience and showing uh, versus telling which has been my approach when people see that then they're like oh I don't know like when I see you post the book that you're reading in the morning or the meditation that you did I'm like oh maybe I should check that out like it just helps it helps you it helps other people understand like see that and relate to it more I don't know yeah I think it's a good reminder I think we oftentimes like forget how important these little things are and can impact our overall well-being and so that's always my goal is to just 
share those little things. Um, and for me, it's so much more about how it feels for me in my life than about how it looks for others. Like at the end of the day, I think energy is the most contagious thing. So I know that as long as I'm like true to my practices and I'm taking care of me to the best of my ability, that that natural overflow is going to be seen by the people that are closest to me and around me. And other people are just going to naturally gravitate and want to understand and learn more about this lifestyle. So I was curious, um, yes. what are, what are your like routines that you like to do? Like what, what's your favorite morning routine, night routine? Like, do you have a self-care routine? Like, can you give us a little lowdown on that? Yeah, I think routines are different for everybody. Once again, like very bio-individual and I think once again, like coming back to the nine to five, I feel like it is a privilege for a lot of people to be able to have like a super solid routine and do all of these things. And there was a time in my life when I just didn't have that opportunity because of my schedule. Um, and so it's been really important for me throughout time to create that and to make it a practice. And even if you don't have a lot of time, I really do believe that you can still carve out five, 10, 15 minutes in your morning um, to give back to yourself and to listen in. And so I think that's the most important thing that any of us can do is just slowing down and listening to your body. Um, that's why for me, like my most important practices I do every day are meditation and journaling, because that's an opportunity for me to figure out what my body really needs on any individual day. And then going from there, obviously there's a lot of other little routine things that I like, like having my cup of tea in the morning um, or doing my gua sha before bed, you know, those things. But I really think a lot of the self-care practices are intermittent for me just based on what I intuitively know that I am craving day to day, if that makes sense. But definitely having those like non-negotiable things every single day, I think is very important that everybody should make a practice to incorporate, you know, especially if the first thing that you do in the morning is like wake up and grab your phone, I would highly recommend getting away from that and finding something that's going to create more of a long-term satisfaction in your life over instant gratification. Um, so yeah, even if that's just waking up and going and getting a glass of water and looking outside for five minutes, um, I think that those things can really shift, um, your overall happiness and well-being on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. And I feel like not reaching towards the phone, but instead doing the water, going outside, kind of doing things that avoid, I guess, yeah, just avoid your phone at all costs in the morning. Because, like, the second you go to your phone, all of a sudden you might start to see, like, work stressors, life stressors. And then what could have been a start to, like, a very peaceful day when you're, like, just processing the fact that you're awake to all of a sudden to go straight into a stressor, I feel like can just, like, throw off the vibe of the day so quickly. So quickly. It's insane. And once you get into that habit, I think of like practicing doing something else for me, it's like my meditation. If I am to skip a meditation in the morning, my energy is not only different immediately after my energy is completely different the rest of the entire day. I'm just more anxious, more on edge, like all of the above. I'm more susceptible to want to pick up my phone a million times more than I probably would if I would have done my meditation. So um, yeah, once again, coming back to like figuring out a good habit and reward system for yourself, even for those routines can be really powerful to actually integrating them into your life long term. So uh, for meditations, do you listen to any like on a certain app or do you have 
like do you just do like a general body scan do you have any favorites or I have jumped all over the place um just because I've been meditating for a couple years now consistently Mm um I've had the headspace app before which is great especially for forget for beginners I've had the calm app which I love because there's just such a huge variety of different styles of meditation that can be great all the way to even different meditations for children which I think is super cool um and as for where I'm at now I kind of bounce between doing just random different YouTube meditations I really like great meditation is the name of one I love boho beautiful yoga meditations on YouTube um or else I am a huge Joe Dispenza advocate so his meditations have been transformational for me um especially if I have the time to do a longer one like a 35 or 45 minute meditation I try to do those at least once a week if not every other week would you recommend cuz I've I've tried to get into meditation I kind of go through phases of mm-hmm. doing it every morning and then I'll kind of just like not for a a while do you have any advice for how to get into it like would you I've I've heard before starting with like two minutes and then going to five minutes and then going to ten minutes is that kind of what you would suggest doing yeah when I first got into it it just I like naturally was feeling really pulled towards it um and one of my good friends started posting little like I think he did like three to five minute meditations on his Instagram actually And so when I was seeing those, I was like, okay, that's so easy. Like I'm already sitting on my phone scrolling. Like if I can't stop and do this like three to five minute meditation, like there's a serious problem. So (laughs) that really helped me. I started doing his little five minute meditations, um, mainly just, you know, connecting with your breath. Uh, And yeah, that first, like you said, I think that was obviously a little bit uncomfortable for me just because I wasn't to the place I am now with it. Um, But now nine times out of 10, I promise you, like I will be doing like a 10 or a 15 minute meditation and I just want to stay in longer. I'm like, can I just keep going for like another 15 minutes? Like this is my peace and my bliss, but it really is time and space to understand your internal thoughts and the things that are coming up for you. I don't think that meditation, I think it's different for everybody once again. And I think a lot of people think it's like, just focus on your breath. Don't think any thoughts like, you know, like it's almost like people are judging themselves so much when they're meditating, but it's more helpful, I think, to take that step back um, into your higher awareness and just letting the thoughts flow like clouds, recognizing the thoughts, but not attaching yourself to them. So if the thought was, what am I going to have for breakfast? What am I going to wear today? Um, These are my plans for tonight. And normally we would maybe start to go into those things or into those anxieties and start to go down an entire rabbit hole of thoughts, right? Instead, it would just be noticing like, oh, those are things that want to come up for me right now. But right now I'm okay to just be here and now and to not think about those things and to just focus on being present in my body. Um, And yeah, I just think that there is so much power in taking back that power of, you know, recognizing your thoughts and recognizing your thought patterns and getting back in control of that higher seat of awareness. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm getting so inspired to do this like tomorrow. You need morning. to do this. Everyone needs <laughs> everyone needs to meditate every day. Like it's the one thing that has changed every other aspect of my life and I will I will die on this hill. <laughs> like I just if there was one thing I could make everybody do, it would be meditate every single day. And like I, I for some people I think um science helps a lot of people, 
want to get behind things. So, you know, go and spend five minutes after you listen to this podcast or during and do your research on meditation and the benefits because the research is out now and it is just one of the best things that you can do for your brain health, for your cognitive function, just all the above. So that's all I have to say about meditation for now. (laughs) (laughs) Rant over. (laughs) I'm I'm sure that there's a lot of people who struggle with this um with like sleeping or falling asleep what would you recommend for people who are having a hard time with sleep or falling asleep any I don't know any any tips that you have I'm sure people would appreciate that's honestly such a great question because it's like a huge epidemic with um, yeah, people having issues with sleep in every different aspect. Um, that's actually like the second chapter of my Nourish to Flourish ebook is focusing all around sleep. So I've definitely done my research on it. And I think the biggest things that people can do is taking inventory of, you know, what are the things in your waking life that are, you know, keeping you from being able to sleep at night, you know, whether that is stressors that are going on in your life, um, you know, things that are like running rampant in your brain, like you lay down, you have all this anxiety, like maybe it's you just need to do a brain dump before you go to sleep. You know, maybe it's that you need to prioritize your nutrition and maybe not eating as late at night because that's are things that will keep your body awake and stimulated. Maybe it's cutting out caffeine afternoon. Um, I think all of us individually have those little things that we maybe know that we should be doing, but we haven't been incorporating. So kind of coming back to checking in with yourself and figuring out what that looks like, um, because sleep is the number one thing for our bodies to be able to heal. Um, And I think once we can understand that, we can start to prioritize our sleep a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. Every Every time I wake up and I'm like, ooh, I had a good night's sleep, I'm always like, oh, I definitely did what better. I needed to do last night mm-hmm. before bed. I'm a, I'm a sleeper for sure. I'm a sleepy girl. I love sleep. Can't get enough of that. <laughs> yeah. I know what helps me is always reading before bed, at least just like yeah. a little bit. Staying off screens like an hour before is insanely impactful. Yeah. Not always easy, but it does make a difference. Set the vibe too. I feel like setting the vibe before sleep always helps me. Like if I like light a candle and I turn the lights down and I'm more like getting my body into the mood versus if I'm like awake and doing something and like a lot of energy and then I just try to lay down. It's like my body's like, no girl, no, no, no. Yeah, like I feel like at least for me, like an hour before bed, I have to like start doing almost like a little bit of a wind down routine. Mm-hmm. So I switch over from like, lights are off I'll have maybe more like lamps on or whatever so like the light is at least moodier dimmer um maybe wash my face start doing like all the like little wind down things that I do every night so my body's like oh yep we're getting ready for bed now we're going to go to sleep soon because I feel like at least for some people just the routine and like the ritual of like getting ready for bed and like reminding yourself that you're going to bed or like your body that you're going to bed just helps get you into that space. So when you do finally like lay down lights off, you just like fall asleep in 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like- my skincare is my, that is my wind down. My body knows. I know it's always different for everyone, but what are like your holy grail type of like skincare that you use? I've honestly been using like really close to the same skincare regimen for like the past five, six years. It's just so good. 
and it's working <laughs> for me. Um, but I highly recommend if anybody who's listening hasn't just finding good quality medical grade skincare is like the best thing that you can do. Uh, I'm not saying that there aren't products that I've bought from Sephora that like I love or don't love, you know, Um, but at the end of the day, like medical grade is going to be working beneath the surface and has a lot higher percentage of chemicals that are just going to make a difference in your overall skin image is what I use. That's what I've been using since I was in cosmetology school. Um, And yeah, just amazing. I love their um, vital C cleanser. I use their serum off and off um and then i love their oil so yeah that is my favorite i just started using um i'm gonna forget the name of it oh a retinol it's like a really light and not super intense retinol so that's been very interesting for me but i am liking it i feel like my skin's been really happy nice yeah i same for me. I always have been using like the same things. It's it's just funny because everyone I feel like on TikTok and everything, like everyone's like, uh, oh, I need a new I need I need something new, like give skincare racks. And it's like I feel like the more you try things, like the more your skin just is like, no, <laughs> like please stop. And it's so different for everybody. Like I swear there are some people I met that they will literally use like bar soap on their face, which is so cringe to me. Like I absolutely could never, but they will have beautiful and clear skin. So I don't really think it's necessarily all you're putting on your face or your body, but I think a lot of it has to do with what you're eating, your nutrition, make sure you're having like organic whole foods, healthy diet, enough water. Like that for me has impacted my skin more than any product necessarily so I think just keeping both in mind yeah and I feel like stress too really affects your skin um I always talk about like oh my gosh so true I always talk with my boyfriend about there was this one summer I was I had a job, but I wasn't working yet. I was done with school. I had like a month span of just, I was just chilling at home and I was eating so well. I was drinking so much water and my skin was so, it was just like glowing. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I wish this could be like this forever. Like, (laughs) so true. Oh my gosh. I like when I just was on a trip for two weeks and I got back. And I feel like everybody was like, your skin looks so good. And I was like, well, no wonder I was relaxing for two weeks. Like, I didn't have any stress. So it makes sense. I did think of one other product that I think everybody needs to go and get. And it's almost something like I do want to gatekeep because I'm literally going to go and buy more tomorrow just to make sure this doesn't run out. It's so freaking good. It is the, I don't know how you say it, Ole, Ole Henriksen. Um, they have this blue... I think it's bluish green bottle. Their cold plunge mask has absolutely changed my life. It is amazing. It, I use it like once or twice a week. Anytime I have a breakout, I will use it and my skin will be clear like literally the next day. I don't know what's in oh it. God. I just know Wait, that it I'm going to look that up. I, yeah, me too. <laughs> I need something. I have not been doing a good Yeah, my man actually put me onto it. So... I didn't expect that, but yeah, now I've put everybody in my life into it. It's so, so good. I was talking about how I had a (laughs) Sephora basket that I haven't, I just like fill it up and then I never buy anything, but I think I actually want to buy it. I just look at all the products. It's the same effect, right? (laughs) It's kind of like shopping. You just never get it. (laughs) 
Okay, so unfortunately, we were not able to finish recording with Jordan when we recorded this episode. Um, We had a lot of technical difficulties, unfortunately. So yeah, this episode is going to be cut a little shorter than usual, but it's okay because I'm sure that Jordan will come back again and be on an episode with us because she's just she's just so knowledgeable and like I said in the beginning of the podcast she is like the human version of sunshine if that could exist she just is she brings so much warmth to every conversation and I just love talking to her she's just so cool um but I did want to kind of plug all of her things so that you can if you're interested in anything that she does um you can go look um, she has a website, intrinsicdestiny.com. All of these will be linked in the show notes too. So um, if you're able to go look right now, just go look at the links. Um, and then she also has an ebook that you can buy on Amazon. Um, it's called Nourish to Flourish by Jordan Schwedy. Um, I pretty sure that's how you pronounce her last name. Sorry, Jordan, if I pronounce it wrong. Um, and then her Instagram handle is at she's nourished underscore. And then her TikTok is at Jordan Schwedy or Jordan underscore Schwedy on TikTok. Um, and then, yeah, everything else that we mentioned, meditation, guides, skincare, everything else is linked in the show notes as well. So if you're interested in those, go check it out. Also, please don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Still So Young Podcast. Make sure you're giving us five stars, giving us a kind review. Please, please, please. Um, we're trying to grow. So just please, if you're listening, put this on your story and tag us. We will reshare it. And I don't know, we also love seeing what you guys are doing while you're listening to a podcast. So maybe if you're on a walk, like just give us a little shout out. Just say that you're listening to us. Um, I don't know. I just think that's so cute when I see people like post their the podcast they're listening to on their walk or something. I don't know. Um, and then, yeah, just make sure you're following us, our social or personal social accounts, at Merely Mags on Instagram, at Merely Maggie on TikTok. And then my portfolio and shop, if you're interested in like my design work, is maggietrom.com. Um, Reese, her Instagram and TikTok handles at Reese, Hickman, Reese underscore Hickman. And then if you're interested in ordering some of her beautiful pictures, uh, she also has a link tree that I'm just going to link below. Um But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. So sorry that the episode is short, but that just means that we'll have to have Jordan on again in the future. Hope you liked this episode. Bye.